You are listening to the 90 Days Later podcast with Anna Charles, episode 87. Welcome to the 90 Days Later podcast, where I show you how to stop over drinking in 90 days without missing out on life. If you're not an alcoholic, but fed up with saying yes to a drink when you mean to say no, you're in the right place. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the podcast. Right, before I get on to or into the topic of today's episode, I have some exciting news. I now have a free drink plan tracker app that's available. Right, so this is an app you can get on the Apple Store or the Google Play Store that provides you with a simple, structured approach to create a drink plan and then to record your actual consumption. Why is this important? Because you can use the app to track your progress and identify what you have learned. Right? Use the app to start to get out of habit mode and start to become consciously intentional about your drinking. This is not so much about just the number of drinks, but about you having a plan and seeing how you stick to it. Now, the app is called 90 Days Later. Go figure, right? 90 Days Later. As I say, it's in the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store. Now, if you're searching for it, I believe you need to put the 90 Days Later inside of speech marks, right? Double quotation marks. I'm also going to link to the app, to the two places in the show notes for this podcast episode. So you can find it there. Or if you really can't find it, you can always email me, Anna at 90dayslater.co and I will send you a direct link. All right. So exciting. Go ahead and download it. Tell your friends. Tell people who you think would benefit from this. It's out there. You can start becoming intentional about your drinking. Okay. Time to move on. Let's get on with the topic for today which has the title Together Versus Alone. Now, many, many people tell me that when they first start really taking action or wanting to take action to change their relationship with alcohol, that they feel very alone. I totally get this. The prevalent societal view is that if you have any kind of problem with alcohol, any kind. You need to sign up with AA immediately. You need to go to meetings. You need to go into recovery and never, ever, ever drink anything ever again, not even if it's in a dessert, right? Sobriety is your only option. It's one thing we're often told. Or on the other end of the scale, you may be greeted by people you know with disbelief, right? These people will ask things like, what do you mean you want to drink less? Stop making a fuss. You drink less than me. So if you have a problem, then that means I do too. And I know I'm just fine. Come on. What are you having? Right. But there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people who sit between these two ends of the spectrum. People who want to change their drinking but don't know how. People who feel full of shame and disappointment in themselves but who worry about officially putting up their hand for help in case they're pigeonholed towards sobriety or labelled as having an alcohol problem. Postscript, with good reason, right? I have spoken with those of you who've gone to the doctor to raise your concerns 
about your alcohol consumption, even if you think you're just drinking a little bit too much, right? We're a long, long way from any kind of real physical addiction, but you're only met as a response by getting actually zero help and a note in your health file about being a problem drinker. So no wonder so many people keep stumm, right? And stay stuck, simultaneously trying to change their drinking without success and in the depths of the night when they can't sleep, googling things like, am I an alcoholic? And then panicking as all the associated fear washes over them. I know this because I used to do the same thing. And it was all quite confusing, right? I had a very good life. Alcohol wasn't impacting my ability to go about my life at all. I just thought I drank a bit too much. And I didn't like the person I became when I had been drinking. But finding information on how to solve this was hard to come by. Certainly, that was my experience. And what I found is that there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people in the same place as I was, as you likely are now, if you're listening to this podcast. So what I want to start with is this. If you feel alone right now, if you feel like you can't talk to anyone in real life, right, to your spouse your friends or your colleagues or family or anyone, if you think you're the only one suffering like you do, you are not alone. You may not know who these other people are. You may not know where they live or anything about them, but believe you me, they are out there, likely in your town, maybe even in your street in the company where you work, in the department store where you shop, in the local authorities, in the banks, in the schools, everywhere. So you aren't alone. You aren't unusual, nor a problem case. You aren't broken. You haven't failed. I want you to imagine for a moment that you're surrounded by other people who want the same thing for themselves as you do. I want you to sit with that for a bit. How does that feel? Perhaps a little bit better, a little bit calmer, certainly a little bit more hopeful. Now, the next point that I want to shout from the rooftops is that asking for help is not a problem at all. So often when people come to me and they tell me of the shame they feel at letting themselves get into this situation and why they can't just drink normally like everyone else. So here's the thing. If that's you, I get that you feel shame, but I really, really encourage you to stop judging yourself. You have recognised you need help with something, but that's a good thing. People seek help for all sorts of things in their life, to lose weight, get fit, tutor them for an exam, everything. It's just that when we seek help to change our relationship with alcohol, we get all tied up in knots. But when you learn how the brain functions, when you understand how we humans are wired, it comes as no surprise that so many of us develop habits we don't want. It doesn't mean anything has gone wrong. In fact, it means that your brain is functioning exactly as it should. So however you reach out for help, don't make that a problem. Especially because it will only slow down any progress you make. Because if we're sitting there judging ourselves, feeling annoyed with ourselves, disappointed in ourselves, 
right? We're not creating a motivational environment that's going to encourage us to put our best foot forward. In fact, it's quite the reverse. I want you to consider how you act if you're feeling scared and disappointed in yourself, right? In any area of your life. If you're feeling those feelings, you're just going to create more disappointment and fear, right? And then we don't make any forward movement. So really, there is nothing wrong with asking for help. And there's a lot more help out there for you than just going to the doctor, going to AA or sitting in silence and fearing the worst. But if you really don't want to tell anyone about this in real life, and even if you don't know anyone who struggles as you do, you are still not alone. And that's not just because of the thousands of people I mentioned just now who are in the same boat effectively as you but also because you can look to yourself for company and support. This is often overlooked, but it's so important. Your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship in your life. How you treat yourself, how you talk to yourself, how you think about yourself. That is the most important relationship in your life because it impacts directly how you show up every day for yourself, for others, for your life. So I want you to consider that how you view yourself today and how you view the actions you take today are going to help you take care of yourself in the future, your future self. Now my experience of this is this means a lot of fairly boring stuff, right? The stuff I do now that I will reap the benefits from in the future. The getting up a bit earlier every other day to go for a run. It's going to make me fitter in the future. The being willing to spend some time planning out my week, then adhering to that plan, even if I feel a bit tired or bored, right? It's going to help me become the person who does what she says she will. And when it came to drinking, the number one thing that I did in this area was to accept where I was, to accept what was going on for me, accept that I might want to drink when I didn't really have one planned, accept that was going on and to be okay with that, to accept that it didn't always feel great. In fact, it often felt dreary, but I told me that's okay, right? I looked ahead when I would be reaping the rewards of those choices. So that's what you're giving your future self, the version of you who you are becoming, the version of you who has this sorted, the version of you who has already got the relationship with alcohol that you want, the person you're willing to do the work for right now, even if, or as I often found, especially if, You don't feel like doing it, but that's okay. You can do it anyway, because what you do today is going to help your future self. But that's not all, because that person, that future you, they have a lot of wisdom. They're more experienced than you are today. They've practiced things more. They've allowed more urges. They've gone to the pub far more often than you have and ask for a lime and soda before they've gone on to order the wine, right? So that version of you knows so much 
has experienced so much more than you have today. They have valuable insight and information. And the cool thing is that's available to you right now, even if you haven't lived it yet. You just need to ask. Now, I think I'm going to do a more extensive podcast on future you in the in the future. Go figure. But for now, I want you to consider how you would act if you knew you could not fail. If you could step into that future version of yourself right now, as in like literally right now, to act as if you are him or her and to actually do this as an exercise, right, to pretend. So go forward, pick a point in time. It could be next year, it could be next month, it could be 10 years from now. Pick a point in time and then imagine and act as if you are them today. Now, this may feel a bit weird, may feel a bit woo, but I got to tell you, whenever I do this, I feel different. There's definitely some power in it and it's definitely something I use in all areas of my life. And pragmatically, for all you pragmatists out there who don't like the woo stuff as much, here are some questions that can help you to direct your thinking and feeling in a way that takes you towards your future self. I actually also use these questions to deploy future Anna's wisdom. So here they are. I ask myself, what would future Anna do, think or say in this moment? How would she handle this situation? And then I'd ask myself, what's it like to have this behind me, this struggle, this what I'm dealing with, to such an extent that it doesn't even factor as something in my life that I pay any attention to? So for instance, I never even think about, oh, is there going to be champagne at the party? Oh, am I going to have to resist it? Oh, is it going to be? I mean, just I don't even literally don't even think about it. It's not on my radar, right? In the same way that I wouldn't think, oh, I wonder if I've got enough cigarettes to last the night. I'm not a smoker. I don't identify as much, never have been. It's not something I think about. So take, go to that place. What's it like? How does life feel? How are you showing up? What are you thinking? Now you might do this and you might only be able to stay there in that zone for a couple of minutes. It's okay, Gotta, you know, take some, take some practice, but do it frequently. Sort of look to that, flex on this, look to your future self, look to the wisdom that is within you. And it makes such a big difference. Now, if you do all of this and you come up with, well, I don't know, <laughs> I'm still clueless. Don't settle for that. I really don't. So, and here's what to do. Even if you don't know the whole picture Right? You can't see yourself maybe going about at the party without freaking out about the alcohol. Ask yourself a smaller question. What one piece of advice do you think your future you would give? Right? What's the one, even if it's a tiny little thing, even if it's, for instance, when you're going to the party, have an exit strategy. Right? Have a lift home already organised so you know you're not going to be at the mercy of waiting for your spouse or some other heavy drinker until they've had enough. Right? So that's a good example of something that you can you can imagine today and put in practice today. You're always going to come up with something, always, believe me. And after that, my friend, it becomes a case of whether you're willing to take action or not. That's a whole other subject, but at least you will have an idea as to what you can try. Finally, I will offer 
the best way to achieve your goals, the quickest way to transform your relationship with alcohol without feeling alone is to coach with me, right? Do that together with me because I know how to do this. It's my area of speciality. I realise that stopping over drinking can seem super complicated, especially if you've had many failed attempts behind you. But it's actually quite simple when you know how to do it. So what I do is initially for every client before I work with anybody is we have a 60 minute call. You're going to want to jump on this call because on it, we're going to figure out all of the things that you've tried in the past or even that you're trying now. And I'm going to tell you why they're not working. Now, this is the most important thing you could ever possibly learn, why something isn't working, so that once your brain understands it, it's never going to want to do that again. And it's not just enough to know why something's not working. You need to know what to do in the future instead, right? So over those 60 minutes and that initial call, which by the way is totally free, we're going to build up a plan for you to stop over drinking. We're going to figure out why it's not working now and what you need to do to get it to start working. And I'm going to give you the entire foundation of what you actually need to do to drink less. And it's going to be super simple. It may not always be easy, but I'm telling you, it's a lot easier to stop over drinking when you have support right? And you're going to be able to experience that on that very first call. You're going to feel the relief that comes from talking about it openly and then to moving immediately into here's what we're going to do about it, right? So if you're interested in stopping over drinking, this has been something you've been kind of nagging at you and you don't feel great about how much you drink and you don't like the way it makes you feel and behave and all the time you're thinking, I don't know how to cut back and why can't I do it when everybody else seems to do it with ease. I'm offering you deserve to have a better experience of life than that. You are not put on this earth to over drink. <laughs> it's not for your benefit and it's not for the world's benefit too. But we can start changing things around in just one hour because I know you don't want to just stop over drinking. You want to stop over drinking and be done with it so you can move on and do more exciting things rather be, than be worrying about this struggle. You don't want to be thinking things like, am I going to be able to resist the wine tonight? No, you want to be able to go out and just not have this in your head at all. It's just not the significant part of your life, right? You can have a great time. You can have a fantastic time with as much or as little alcohol as you desire for yourself. And we can create that for you. We can create that life for you together so you won't ever feel alone. All right, so that's it for this week. Do not forget to download the 90 Days Later app that helps you to create and track your drink plans and helps you get intentional about your drinking. All right, thank you so much for listening please rate and review the podcast and share with someone you love. And of course, if you are ready to get started right now to change your relationship with alcohol, go ahead and book that call with me. Go to 90dayslater.co and you'll see a button there to book a call. And I'll see you next week. 
If you like what you're learning in the podcast and you want to take the work further and achieve total freedom around alcohol, let's talk. I help my clients stop reaching for that first glass of wine the moment 6pm rolls around and they don't miss out on life. And we do it in 90 days. The effect is permanent. Email me for more information on anna at 90dayslater.co. And if you did enjoy the show, I'd really appreciate if you'd leave a rating and review to help others find the 90 Days Later podcast.